What has the pandemic revealed about your team? Stay tuned to find out. Hi, Shannon Waller here, and welcome to Team Success. I want to talk about a topic that came up in a workshop the other day, and it's really how you can respond well when there's an incredible amount of uncertainty. And we're living in very interesting times. I'm recording this in the summer of 2020 when the pandemic is going on. We've been calling this scary times at Strategic Coach, but truthfully, in entrepreneurial companies, you know, this happens not infrequently. Now, it's not too often. It's a global circumstance. But I think that it's important to recognize that, you know, dealing with uncertain times is something that we do a lot. And so really having a way to think about it, having a mindset that supports what you're up to and knowing how to adapt quickly and rapidly and not beat yourself up about it, as one of my lovely clients was doing, I think is really, really important. So one of the things I said was, you know, this is a really good time when things are so uncertain, you have to shorten your stride. Now, if you're used to running far and running fast and having a clear view over the horizon or as far as you can get, then this feels really hard and really awkward. It can feel like you're standing still, maybe even like you're going backwards. And, you know, for a few weeks that may have happened. But one of the things that I have learned when I've gone through different crises in my life, I'm not going to stop being in motion. I'm not going to stop moving forward. I'm just going to take really tiny little baby steps because that's the only way that I can figure out what's going on. And I have a favorite scene from, it's from one of the Indiana Jones movies. I keep forgetting the title of it. But Indiana Jones in the scene has to cross the chasm. It's towards the end of one of the movies. He knows that there's a bridge there. He's been told, but he can't see it. And you can't see it either. And there's this chasm with this deep fall and you'll die if you you fall down. And he picks up a handful of sand and he throws it. And of course that reveals the bridge and he starts walking confidently across it, not taking giant leaps, mind you. And I feel like that's what we're doing. It can look like you're about to fall off the edge of a precipice. You don't know where to go. But if you can take little baby steps, throw some sand a little bit ahead of you, we can figure out what to do. And, you know, overstating the case doesn't really work. Imagine communicating to your client something with absolute certainty about something three months from now. Hmm, Your likelihood of being wrong is at least 50-50 at this point. So you don't want to overstate the case. You also don't want to understate it. So like, we have no idea what to do. That probably doesn't feel like something you want to say either. But you can say, here's what we know now. Here's how we're making decisions. Here's our strategy for, you know, letting you know when things are happening. You know, I think that's really important because you want to be able to manage expectations. And I want to be clear as we're talking about this, you want to be clear for yourself. You want to be clear for your team. It's been really, really critical for our team to know what we're doing, when we're doing it, what the status of things are, to be as transparent as possible about what our decision-making is. We're good at it. I'm not sure we're always great at it. (laughs) No one's perfect in these situations, that's for sure. But we got a compliment the other day, so I'll, I'll take that. You know, I think the feeling is often that we could all do more. But people really, really appreciate when you share what you do know as well as what you don't know. And this has come up time and time again in conversations about the need to, quote, over-communicate. But really, it's just what people need to know. So make sure that you are letting your teams know. But then also, it's obviously your clientele. You know, you want to find out how they're doing. You want them to communicate with you. You want to let them know what you're up to, how you're handling your business. 
And then the other group of people I want to make sure that we all take care of is our suppliers, the people who help us keep our businesses running and keep our clients happy, our partners, our colleagues. Anyone who supports what you're up to needs to know what your plan is. I tend to get a little micro-focused on certain audiences and completely forget about other ones. So I know that this is not something I should ever do alone, but really making sure that you are being clear with people and all of your audiences, not just the one right in front of you, I think is really, really essential. I want to share an example of this. And I was just working on the communication to you, our client, with this, or if you're not in strategic coach, this is how we communicate with our clients. We coach in-person workshops, usually until COVID-19. So we've completely shifted to virtual and it's been remarkably fabulous. I've got some great coaching on how to do good Zoom sessions. We've expanded our capabilities. Our team runs them. One of the things that we do that I love is we use chimes because we coach, you know, entrepreneurs, very energetic, intelligent, creative people, also fairly distractible. So getting them back in the room, we call it herding cats. We have these really cool chimes that we play. Well, we found a recording of the chimes and we play them over Zoom meetings. <laughs> which is really fun. Makes me feel right at home. We've got breakout rooms. We go in, there's always a new crowd, which is really neat to meet new people. And then you come back and we share. So it just is a phenomenal experience. And most importantly, it's so great to connect with people who are going through a similar experience and sharing with entrepreneurs and with team members, you know, what's going on is just so insightful. And even people whose businesses have gone to zero with people whose businesses have grown you know, can be in the same conversation and having a very connected and compassionate conversation and everyone coming out with new and better ideas for how to take action. So that's been pretty cool. But we also miss each other. We miss the food, we miss the hugs, all those things, you know, and we're kind of playing it month by month in terms of how we're going to decide when we go back to in person. So we sent our communication and this is what it looked like. And we've got some great feedback and I'm sure you've done something similar with your own business. We sent out a letter saying, okay, this is what's happening and still going on. Borders aren't open, government restrictions. So it's, we originally said we would pause our workshops for a while and then we would do virtual until the end of August. So end of August is coming up. It's mid-July right now. So we need to let people know. So what we did was, okay, September will be virtual and here's our process. We are always going to, by the 15th of the month, so example, 15th of August, we will make a decision about six weeks from them what's going to happen in October. And then in September, we'll make a decision about what happens in November if we have not gone back to in-person yet. So that gives people time to plan. They know our process. They know what we're looking at to help make the decision. We've just sent out that letter and we've got some wonderful, wonderful feedback from that. People really appreciative of knowing how we're doing that. And by the way, you've done some great things too. I just wanted to share that one with you. But that's what I'm talking about is really to let people know what you're doing. And normally we plan a year to year and a half in advance, but now we're down to six weeks. <laughs> so that's quite, we've shortened our stride a lot. I was just doing some phenomenal planning with my brilliant strategic support partner, Nicole. Normally, we have meetings every six weeks to plan out our timing. Well, it went down to a month. Just as of today, you know, our meeting today, we're planning it for the next six weeks. But, you know, we've really had to shorten our time frame. And now once we did, we got back to a state of confidence and clarity. But, you know, if we had kept trying to do the old planning time frame, we would have been out of luck. So, you know, just backing it down. So this is how you can kind of apply this immediately is 
can you figure out tomorrow? Dan Sullivan's working on a 24-hour time frame. That works. So what do you know? Tomorrow, are you in control of that? Great. It's at least 24 hours. Can you figure out next week? Can you figure out two weeks? Can you figure out three weeks, four weeks? And then when you get to the edge of that, where you're like, okay, I'm not sure after that point, good. That's your end point. And then do that for a while, kind of have a running plan. And then eventually, as things do become more certain and solid, then you'll be able to extend your stride again. But until then, be really confident. That it's not that you're not making progress. It's only appropriate right now to make incremental progress based on the information that you have. And I think that's incredibly true right now when we have so many, you know, restrictions, safety requirements, all the rest of it. But that's also true, I think, in other circumstances where there's maybe certain things not under our control and we need to be able to move forward, affect change, make things happen, but we can't do it in the way that we're used to. But it doesn't mean that you're not making progress. In fact, you're just doing it even more astutely and more strategically than you were before because you are adapting to the circumstances. You are adapting to the environment. You are taking into account reality, which is always a a success strategy in my books. So I just wanted to kind of give you that little motto of shorten your stride, especially when things are uncertain. It's how I know I've been handling things. And if I get too far out, get into trouble. Now, before I close out this conversation, there is one thing I've noticed is that the time period that is the most uncertain is the next three, six, maybe nine months. But I realized early in March, actually, that my one-year goals hadn't changed. My 10-year goals haven't changed. So my longer term is completely fine in terms of what do I want to accomplish. What is completely fuzzy, confusing, is exactly what my life looks like for the next nine months. In my own estimation, you may have a different time frame, which is kind of a strange place to be in. But I want you to, again, there's different time frames and you're going to have a different response to all of them. But again, to me, it gives me confidence. It's very calming to recognize that my longer term goals have not changed one iota. I want to end up in the same place. I'm just going to get there a different way than I thought I was, which is kind of interesting you know, at some point I'll get some more wisdom when I reflect back on that. But again, it's the shorter term. You want to be able to shorten your stride. You will be able to speed up again. We'll be able to go fast. But in the meantime, it's appropriate to just, you know, walk a little bit slower, take a little bit more steps, throw some sand ahead of you so that you can make sure that path is clear and then share that direction with clarity and confidence to your team, to your family, your colleagues, certainly your clients and also your suppliers. So I hope this idea of shortening your stride is useful as we proceed in the next next few months and we'll see what plays out. Thank you so much for listening. If you have any questions or comments, I love to hear them. Please respond to questions at strategiccoach.com. And as always, here's to your team success. Mm-hmm.